what happens when you have kids with a toxic, narcissistic, abusive person? Let's talk through some of this. Like this is one of the biggest pieces that people get confused on and people start to be like, wait a second, what about me? I have kids, I can't go to a contact. So let's address that first and foremost so we can get the elephant out of the room. Then we can start dealing with actually children with a narcissist. Like what are we actually doing? What's actually going on, okay? First thing you need to understand is I need you just to pause for a moment and understand that there is typically a way or a possibility or there's a way for you to be resourceful enough to go completely no contact even with kids. Before you start getting all upset and before you start telling me no, just sit with it and try to think what could that actually look like. There's countless people that we have interacted with, that we have worked with that are completely no contact. All contact has to go through lawyers. All contact has to go through a third-party app. All contact has to go through a third-party person. Interactions and drop-offs happen at a police station, happen at a nanny's house, happen like somewhere so there actually is no physical interaction. There are ways to do it, and there are many people that have had this happen. There are different aspects that you can try to go to in the court system. There are different aspects you can do just without the court system. But understand, there is a lot of people that are completely no contact with kids. Now, you need to understand just this one phrase. It might not be that you don't have the right resources. It might be that you might not be resourceful enough. It's not shaming. That's not blaming. That's not putting you down. I'm literally just saying, hey, I want you to expand your thought process to be able to think there could be be a way. That's it. Just believe for a second there could be a way. What might that look like? What might that actually be? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. So going no contact oftentimes is very essential for helping the healing process. Does it heal by itself? No, but it oftentimes can accelerate your healing because you're not getting triggered by a toxic person. When we bring kids into the mix, this is the piece that's really interesting is people are like, wait a second, he wanted kids. Yeah, he wanted kids a lot of times to keep you stuck. Sometimes to keep you at home, sometimes to keep you at bay, sometimes to keep you distracted. There's a lot of different reasons why narcissists want kids. Typically, it's this this aspect of you being stuck and you being trapped. That's not always it, but that's a huge piece. There's also the piece that a lot of times narcissists want to have kids to blend into society. You're like, that sounds a little more sociopath. Yeah, it probably is. But I need you to understand there's also this piece of like, well, this is the next best thing. This is what we're supposed to do. This is how we're supposed to look. This is how we're supposed to act. So why not? Let's just have kids. So it's really interesting. So then you have the kids and then you typically have, it's not always, but typically you'll have zero to two, zero to three, where the narcissist is kind of like disengaged. Doesn't really care about the kids, doesn't really show up, doesn't really help you. Why? Because all the kid does is eat, sleep, drink, poop, pee. Like that's it, right? Like there's just like the basic stuff as the baby is coming to life. Okay. Like coming to like fruition of being able to walk around, talk, all these kind of things. Narcissist oftentimes is like, yeah, you're poor supply. So I'm not going to interact with that as much. Now that is the norm. You might have one narcissist different. I'm just letting you know, norm. A lot of times there's not much supply you can get from a baby. So the narcissist is like, well, forget that. Now, narcissists could also leverage the baby to get supply from other people. So that's another piece of it too. Then you have like typically three, four to maybe like 11 to 13. 
where now in 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 his world the narcissist is like this is the best thing ever because this kid loves me this kid like i can interact with this kid i can look amazing and they don't really recognize that i'm an abusive asshole and so it's amazing like this is great bonds great relationship or so you think okay oftentimes the narcissist is trying to establish these because he's getting supply from the kids then the kids get to a place where they're starting to talk back they're starting to interact they're starting to have all of these emotions and feelings, and he doesn't know what to do with it. And typically, they're starting to call him out on stuff. Well, no, you actually said that. Wait a second, you just lied to me. Like, he's starting to call him out on different things. And he's like, whoa, don't like this. So therefore, done with you. Then he starts pushing him away. Now, this is a hard part because early on, you're like, oh, he's not going to do that. I need you to understand that typically a narcissist will treat the kids eventually the same way that he treats you. So how he gaslights, manipulates, confuses you, he'll eventually do the same thing with the kids because he doesn't care about the kids. He doesn't care about you. He cares about his image and cares about the supply that he's getting from other people. If he's getting that supply from you, great. If he's getting that supply from your kids, great. At the end of the day, he doesn't really care. What he cares about is supply. What he's actually getting from other people. So this is one of the things that's really interesting is a narcissist oftentimes will be in your life for a period of time, interacting with the kids, looking and acting a certain way. Now it's hard because then oftentimes you will see him pit the kids against you. Sometimes this comes from an unawareness, like you're unaware of it. Sometimes you turn a blind eye because it's too hard to be able to deal with. There's a lot of conflict if you interact. There's like this back and forth that's happening that you don't want to get involved in. So you're like, well, I'm going to be the bigger person. I'm not going to interact with the kids about this particular subject. And he takes over, monopolizes that conversation and pits the kids against you. Hard part is if he pits the kids against you, they typically won't see it until late 20s, early mid 30s. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Typically, that's what we see. I believe it's inside of the covert passive aggressive narcissist by Debbie Mirza, that book where it talks about like kids typically don't realize that they've been brought up with covert passive aggressive narcissists until they're like mid 30s. And so there's a piece where like if he pits the kids against you, like sometimes you're kind of screwed over for a good many years because the kids don't believe you, don't trust you, and you have to build up a ton of trust that you never even broke. It's hard. But that oftentimes is like where we are. So like when you're in this relationship with a toxic person, you need to understand like you have to show up so well for the kids. And the only way you can do that is by showing up so well for you. This is where parents get it backwards almost every time. They will focus so much on the kids. Well, let me get the kids in therapy. Let me get the kids doing this. Let me get the kids fixed in this. Let me get the kids help in this. And you don't help yourself. What are you doing? You're not leading from example. It's completely different. You're saying one thing, but you're doing the opposite. You're saying, hey, you need to get healthy, but you're not actually investing the time and energy and money into yourself to get healthy. We see this all the time. Now use the illustration, you can't pour from an empty cup. Too many parents are trying to save their kids by pouring from an empty cup. What if you just healed yourself and led from a powerful place? What if you just worked on yourself to transform your own life and you led from that transformation. You showed your kids what it was like to be healthy, to have boundaries, to be free, and to just tell them about it.
The hard part is some of you are still stuck in the relationship. And so as a result, you're telling the kids, but you're not actually demonstrating. You're not actually showing action. And so while the kids are hearing you, they're not really believing you. The reason why they're not believing you is because they still see how he treats you on a day-to-day basis and they still see that you accept it on a day-to-day basis and they still see that you're here on a day-to-day basis. So the lie that you're telling yourself is like, well, at least we don't have a broken home. At least they have their dad. How is that actually helping them? How is that actually helping them? It's one of the lies that you'll believe over a period of time. Well, it just needs to be this way. This, this is the best thing. And oftentimes you'll believe different lies that keep you stuck. And so this is why you need to hear it loud and clear. The narcissist doesn't care about his kids. Like, wait a second. He says he does. Okay. When he's treating you the way he's treating you, it shows that he doesn't actually care about being a leader or being an example to his children. Like, I'm tired of hearing this fallacy of like, he abuses me, but he's a great dad. I need you to understand that's bullshit. There's not this dichotomy of him showing up as his great dad and then an abusive husband. There's not this difference of he's loving and he's caring to them, but then he's rude and mean to you. No, that doesn't exist. That's another mask. And you understand what the kids see is they see him showing them certain love, care, and affection, and then not showing you any. It paints a picture for their future relationships. So oftentimes you think you're helping the kids by leaving them in the toxic relationship. And you're like, well, at least he's showing up as a good dad. No, he's using them as supply. And then you start to question yourself. Well, what, what, well, well, what if we're apart? Then like it's going to be even worse for them. Not necessarily, because if you're apart, you at least have the kids 50% of the time. So that 50% that you have, you can be 100% all in in their emotions and their growth and their development and showing up honest and safe place for them. He won't be able to do that long term. The hard part is you'll typically tell yourself a different story, a different lie, saying, well, I have to keep the family together. Well, it it has to look a certain way. Well, he hasn't admitted that he's cheated on me, so therefore I can't leave him. You'll sell yourself so many different excuses to stay. At the end of the day, how is it going to affect the kids long term? How is it going to show them the relationship that they're going to eventually have in their life? You can't heal your kids. You can't heal the narcissist. You can heal yourself. And from that place, you can lead powerfully. The problem is too many of you are trying to fix the kids, to fix the narcissist, to fix everyone else. And you're pouring from an empty glass. You are depleted. You've already felt broken and and confused and a shell of the person that you used to be. And you still keep trying to pour from you. And it's not helping. It's not healing. And you're adding temporary band-aids. What have you changed it and you actually focus on you? So that you can actually show up in a healthy way, establishing healthy boundaries, being able to communicate your emotions effectively, helping your kids know how to deal with it, how to work through, how to process the things that they need to process. What would happen if you showed up differently for you? If you're ready to actually heal and move forward for you today, I want you to go to rawmotivations.com slash breakthrough. 
opportunity for you to see and understand what we do, how we provide, how we help people move forward in the healing process. Check it out today. Go to rawmotivations.com slash breakthrough today.